Hi, it's Pam. Hello, everyone. It is now August. It is the beginning of August. We have just slipped through the tropical storm and of the weekend. <laughs> it was a hurricane category one, and then it became it was downgraded to a tropical storm. So we had all of that going on. Isaiah was that storm. And we got the most incredible blue, uh, or rather purple, purple rain, no, but a huge purple sky last night. I've never really seen anything like it. But Gary's here with me on Monday instead of on Friday. Hey, Gary. Good morning, Pam. We have, nice to be with you. Thank you. We have a, some things to talk about, how we're getting through the, the pandemic and the, you know, the, the uh, humor we're finding and cooking and doing all sorts of things to see us through because we have been uh, on this really we sort of started this in mid-March so we are um, there are days when uh, we want to like kind of uh, say we're done <laughs> but anyway this weekend um, a couple of things before we get into our real topic we have something really cool that we want to share with you that's why Gary's here on Monday but SpaceX uh, had been in space for, I think, over 60 days. It splashed into the Gulf on the uh, Gulf side. I saw of, that. Congrats. Yeah, of uh, the Florida coast. So the, a lot of stuff going on in the Florida uh, in the Florida area. This weekend, and Richard Branson continues to unveil his uh, uh, space uh fast craft, the, the ultimate design of it. But on a much more mundane level... Delta Airlines um, turned around again uh, because people would not wear masks and they were in the air and on their way and two people would not mask up as required and they turned around and went back and it's kind of like wearing a seatbelt. Now that's the norm. So either do it or don't, don't get on the plane. You know, there ought to be some heavy penalties for people that uh, when they get on board the plane, they don't comply with the rules because... Not only is, is everybody inconvenienced, all the expense, all the time lost, you know, they, sh they should really be penalized. They should. I mean, think about they, the entire plane is inconvenienced. The other people on there may have uh, things, time, timely things that they're trying to get to. It could be a funeral. It could be, you know, all kinds of things that you and your selfishness are impacting. So good for Delta, though, for turning around. They mean it. It's like, put the mask on. Are you, and they were kicked off the plane. They should be banned forever yeah, from, flying, from flying, or at least flying Delta. But that's that's not why you're here today. Uh, we have, we have uh, tried to find ways, we've talked about this class before, to not just binge on TV shows or... Even even the cooking shows that are fun, Bobby Flay is beat Bobby Flay is really fun. But to do something that really did make us feel like we're getting something out of a day, <laughs> and that was the uh, uh, Joanne Freeman, the Yale class that we finished. Yeah, you know we've talked about this before, but you know we went uh, and found this class on early American history, and. You know, we were like a lot of people, you know, you watch Hamilton and you're, you're always curious, but I think we were curious anyway. I have to interject here because even before we watched Hamilton, we were looking for classes to take. We just didn't know what 
what we what we wanted it to be. So we were already kind of on that quest. Right. So, but then we did see Hamilton, and that kind of guided us. But we were already looking for prices. So go ahead. And uh, so went on to YouTube and looked for uh, you know online classes. And so Yale has got a lot of online classes. You know, uh, good for them available, and one of them was Early American History with uh, Professor Joanne Freeman. And so we launched into it, and there are like 25 lectures. I believe this was actually filmed nine years ago. Um, but, you know, we, we got into the first lecture, and we, you know, kind of immediately connected with Joanne. Mm -hmm. She's got a great teaching style. She does. And... Uh, really brings the subject to life. You can tell she's extremely knowledgeable and, oh, yeah. and really brings all that knowledge to bear. Yeah. Um, but she's also uh, very um, uh, down-to-earth, very mm -hmm. animated, uh, really engaging, I yeah. guess is yeah. the word. that's it. Um, and much different than some of the other college classes I remember back in the day. Well, sure, <laughs> me too. Absolutely not the only one that remembers that. Boring not only in college, but in high school. Too and a lot of of uh, what you learn in high school and some in junior high really, you remember you you know you remember and um, and what you continue to learn um, through through your life and just continuing your own education. Um, you you know you know a lot about this or if you're a history buff like we both are, but what you what you don't know are the, the the little bits and pieces that she that were really kind of big bits and pieces as she said some of these little things turned into big things and I, and she just brought it all to to life well i think for me like you say you you know you have this almost uh, surface history american history that you get in school but she really, you know, by taking this deep dive, mm -hmm. uh, I learned so much. Yeah. You know, some of the, you know, we could talk about the takeaways, mm -hmm. but, you know, for me, uh, you know, knowing that that uh, war was almost a last resort yeah. for these colonists. Mm -hmm. Col did I say that right? You did, colonists, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> You know, the colonies were really very tied to England. You know, mm -hmm. they were English citizens. They they wanted to feel like English citizens. And the idea of going to war against their own country, more or less, I, I think was, was not their first choice. In fact, you know, as she took you along uh, the path to war, you know, she talked about how they really tried almost everything to convince England to be treated. All they wanted to do was treat it equally like... British citizens. Kind of sounds familiar. Today's, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Kind of sounds familiar. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, the, the uh, uh, a succession of prime ministers and the king uh, just kind of refused to to accept that and, and went on him with the taxes and with the other penalties and withholding goods uh, until almost they had no choice. Mm -hmm. You know, it was if they really wanted to preserve, uh, you know, their independence uh, and their rights, you know, right. it was war. I think, I think what you come away with in, in, in school is cut and dried, uh, give me liberty or give me death, you've got the tea party, 
uh, bada bing, bada boom, the British are coming, Paul Revere. You know, it's all of these things, and it's and you and we talked about it after the class after we finished with the twenty fifth lecture, that the, the the teachers are not like her. I mean, this woman Joanne Freeman, Professor Freeman, is a she's a, she's a brilliant historian, and she began her journey with this love at 14 years old. Yeah, like we did a little research on Hamilton. Joanne, didn't we? We did, and I'm, I'm looking at some things uh, about her uh, about her background and everything right now, but uh, I'm, she's my girl crush right now. I mean, I thought she was, the way she presented what could be very dry, very dry material, it's so, it's so old, but she brought these little nuances to it. And, and she laughs, and she she will say things like, well, I, I tried very hard to get verification of this. Uh, I couldn't, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It, it could go either way. But mostly, I like the way she balanced the class the, and the, the, the telling of history, where it's not cut and dried. It's not all the British are bad and, the, you know, the, 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 all of the... You know the colonists band together, and or as they became states, they were all together. They weren't, you know. Never did I know that, you know, Patrick Henry d did not like we the people. He wanted it to be we the states instead of we the people. Just these kinds of little things that she brought into the story. But one of my favorite things, of course, I'm a huge James Madison fan, so. Um, when she pulled out, I'm talking about Madison and, and his role and how he, you know, what he brought to bear. She pulled out this little figurine, like a kind of like a Ken, a Ken doll, uh, and it, it was dressed in colonial garb, you know, black, white, you know, with the gray wig on it. <laughs> and in one of her, her class, <laughs> her class people, had given her this, it was James Madison, but it, what it really was, was a G.I. Joe. Yeah, full so disclosure. It was a G.I. Joe doll. He was really up. bulked up. Yeah, because <laughs> she was saying that, you know, Madison in reality was a small, a very small man in stature, and here was this Madison. So I posted it on Facebook, and I said, you have to listen to find out this is not Hamilton, because uh, right. I also... Madison. Uh, well, I said it because I said, unbeknownst to us until the end of the class, that she had a tie to Hamilton oh, musical. Right, right. So I said, but this figure is not <laughs> Hamilton. So you have to you have to hear the podcast to find that. So it's James Madison in the photo on Facebook. If you're my friend on Big Facebook. revelation. Yeah, I'm telling you. But um, she also has a more recent uh, YouTube video talking about Hamilton and really giving giving background uh, yeah, on... It's a Library of Congress. Uh, yeah, uh, a Library of America, stream. Library of yeah. America. But what she did do, she... Yeah, Library of America, you're right. Yeah, let me <clears throat> just tell you a little bit about Professor Freeman from Yale. Uh, she is, uh, she's an, an author, she's an editor, uh, as well as being a professor at Yale. Uh, known for her studies, American Revolution in the early U.S. And one thing at the end, as she wrapped up, and we were we were actually sad. That sounds crazy after 25 lectures on early American history, revolutionary history, post uh, revolution. Uh, you know, you know me and the Constitution. 
uh, oh, and another thing, they, they, they didn't really want the, you know, those first uh, ten amendments of the Bill of Rights. They didn't really want those, you know, some of them back in the day. Now the rights are, are assumed, so we don't need those. And we we need those today, but what, uh, in, the, in the all 27 of them we need. But uh, she said, the, and this was, nine, as Gary said, nine years ago, the revolution didn't end. And she was trying to, to say... I can't give you a definitive answer on when the revolution ended because it really never has. And I thought even nine years ago when she said that, today, nine years later, that is really true. Those words are really true. The revolution here has not ended. It has never really ended through all of, of our history in one way or another. It, it really hasn't. But... She did edit the book, The Writings of Hamilton, which uh, was very, very significant in the musical Hamilton. Um, Hamilton is given credit as the writer, and she's the editor uh, of that book. But her books, uh, she has been awarded her awards. Uh, Best Book Award in 2001, uh, Society of Historians of the Early American Republic. Um, William Clyde Devane Teaching Award from Yale in uh, 2017. Uh, she was born in New York in the borough of Queens, by the way. So she is she is from uh, originally from New York. The book that she edited that was used by uh, Lynn Manuel uh, Miranda. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, Alexander Hamilton Writings uh, Library of America Founders Collection, and she is given. She edited that book, and that is very, very impressive. Uh, and it was used um, by uh, uh, for a song, really, in Hamilton uh, about the duel um, that uh, he had <laughs> that ended ended Hamilton. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, he he was a volatile guy apparently uh, had a quick quick temper uh, but the, uh, the the course itself is you really should should if you have any interest at all in, in uh, American history you should take it and um, you know learn so much about the the post-war you know trying to form the states trying to form the trying to form the government uh, it's much more complicated you know, and, and much more nuanced than mm -hmm. than I knew about. Yeah, me too. And so that was very educational to me. And, you know, it was funny because all through the course, I found myself wanting to raise my hand. Joanne, question here. Uh, it would be Professor Freeman. Uh, what Professor do you mean, Freeman? Joanne? Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she just seems so down to earth. She does. But, she does. Uh, you know, I, like one of the questions I had was, you know, when they captured all these prisoners of war, uh, what did they do with them? It's like mm -hmm. at, at uh, Saratoga or uh, Yorktown. Yeah, I think there know. was, what, 6,000 at Saratoga. Yeah, 6,000 prisoners. They couldn't even hardly feed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where did the prisoners go? Did yeah. they you know, ship them back to England? Did they, you know, I don't know. Um, so that that's a question I have, Professor. <laughs> if you're listening, I want to mention uh, her books. Uh, there's, so, there's so much about her. If you really want to know about her, Look her up. She's all over the internet. But these are her books. As a Yale professor, of course, she has several. Uh, Affairs of Honor, National Politics. This is one book. 
Affairs of Honor, National Politics in the New Republic. Alexander Hamilton Writings, that for, uh, for the Library of America, she was uh, the editor of that. The Essential Hamilton Letters and Other Writings, this is also Library of America. Uh, the Field of Blood, <laughs> you're going to enjoy the rest of the title. Violence in Congress, mm -hmm. I, I pause, the rest of it is, and the Road to Civil War. Um, uh, and then Joanne B. Freeman um, uh, about, uh, what is this, uh, the rhetoric of opposition meets the realities of governing. So, and then she has a ton of articles and essays, and it's just her, 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 her life is vast, her career is vast, but I loved the learning. I, I was completely riveted to the course from the very first lecture. And I, I, like you, I learned so much and I really took it in and I, I just went, oh my gosh. And she said it too. It's like, how did we ever get here? How did we ever, how did we ever accomplish the Declaration of Independence? How did we ever accomplish the Constitution? And that it, it's still holding. And I think where we are now, it's delicate. It's, um, uh, and I think if, if they, if the if the founding fathers could see, kind of where we are now, I, I wonder. I have a you know, big huge question mark. But uh, a couple of things I want to talk about her something about her personally. But uh, I loved how she brought in. She really balanced it for Great Britain, you know, bringing in France and what that. You know, they helped us, but they had their own agenda for that. But also not making the founding fathers bigger than they were, you know, keeping keeping it real, I guess, about them. And that's something I have always tended to do. Oh, you know, and, and, and she she admitted, you know, her own points of being in awe of of being at the Library of Congress and being alone with some with a box of letters from Madison and I was completely jealous of that although I probably wouldn't have been able to read them if you can imagine the yeah. you know the the tiny hand I think she mentioned that he had a very small um, his handwriting was very small and but just just the fact of these were really Madison's writings at the Library of Congress. I'm in awe of the Library of Congress anyway, but I came away in awe of this woman. As I said, she's my, she's my girl crush now, but another just kind of girly thing that I liked about her, um, she didn't look like this stiff professor with the, with the uh, posturing, uh, the pretentious posturing that, that uh, can be had in the... Uh, in the halls of, of higher education. Uh, she kind of fiddled with her hair a little bit like a normal person. She, it's long and I like that. She didn't have the bob, the, you know, it's it's long and flowy and she just looks so cool. And well, she, you can help but wonder too, because, you know, she knows she's gonna be filmed. 
So let's see, does she take more time? Are you wearing this necklace or this outfit? I loved her. Her, <laughs> I didn't notice her wasn't too like I do. I wear, I wear it. I bring the jewelry, but she did wear it, and she did, you know. And I, I kept noticing a ring that she, and on this one hand, it, it wasn't like a, a, I don't mean a big diamond ring. It was just like a kind of it looked like maybe sterling silver, or, but it was big, and it was on like her her tall man finger and uh, she uh, she was human she she brought these this all of this historical research that she has spent her life really doing to life she brought it to life I mean as, as she talked about what you know what was going on and in, in, uh, when Washington's person went on board a, a British vessel during the <laughs> during a very tense time and served in refreshments. I mean, and she would laugh, and she would also say to her class, uh, you know, I kind of I'm going to follow my sword about she doesn't not her exact words, but I forgot to tell you this last time, and I really should. She was just human. She she yeah. brought it to life, and she was human. So. You know, to me, big kudos to Yale, number yes, one, yes. for making this available because yeah. the chances that uh, we would ever set foot on the Yale campus... Nil. Uh, not very likely. So uh, here we sit in North Palm Beach, Florida, hanging out on the coast, you know, <laughs> uh, being in a... In, in a COVID year, lockdown. In, yeah, in COVID lockdown in August of 2020, being... Uh, in a Yale class, and I really felt it. You know, I, I sat very still, and I was very quiet, and I didn't move out of my chair. It's like, I'm, I was really in glass. The so one thing you knew is that when she repeated something twice, it's going to be on the test. Exactly, and I would say that. I better make a note of that. <laughs> I better write that down. Exactly. She said it twice. That's right. All and right, that's going to be on the not, test. Not only did she say it twice, but she would say, let me repeat, or I will repeat. You know, she she didn't do that every time, but she would do it. Kids, uh -huh. write that down, write yeah. that down. Yeah. And I felt like I wanted to take a test when it's over because I think I could have passed. Oh, and then when we got to to midterm and it was you know mid semester, it's like oh, the sweat, you know, the, the test. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and then she would say, you know, she didn't really engage a lot. Uh, so that you really did feel like you were in class. She didn't really engage a lot with the actual students during the filming uh, of the class, but it, but she would say stuff like, if you haven't turned in your paper, and you need to leave it, and she would point, you know, but, oh, man, if you if you don't do anything but go to a, a more recent YouTube video where she talks about Hamilton and the interest in Hamilton, uh, it's done in conjunction with Library of America. So look up Joanne Professor, Yale Professor Joanne B. Freeman, Library of America. Read the or enjoy watching the latest videos of her. But if you want to dive down and you want to really, really take some some time during this pandemic to, to stop binging on other shows or other just entertainment and really take this in. I recommend it. So thank you, Yale, and thank you, Professor Freeman, for a wonderful course, and we look forward. Hopefully there'll be more. 
and I think that it's going to be hard to follow with her because I kind of I need some space to I'm not ready to dive into another professor's class. I just it because no one can I have never had a professor or just a teacher. My my actually my high school American history teacher was excellent. She would walk in the room and say cease and desist, and then she and that was ta stop talking, mm -hmm. and then she would launch in. So she was good, but. Oh my goodness! Uh, but now I look forward to. I think. Are you going to write a little something about it? Or? I think so. Yeah, I'm going to do a little write up. So I'm going to get busy on that. Okay, that sounds really good. So everyone, thank you so much for indulging us with our with our. We are totally fan, you know, fanning out on her big huge fans, uh, and I hope if. Professor Freeman, we're going to try to send this. Oh, we're not creeping her. her <laughs> we're not going to stalk you. We're 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 not. But I did I did find her on Facebook and and uh, Instagram, and she has a particular coffee mug that I really highly approve <laughs> of. It's like I knew I liked her. I knew I liked her. So thanks everyone. I hope that you're being safe and you're wearing your mask. You're being kind and you're being respectful to everyone as we all try to weather all of what we're going through. Look us up, northpalmbeachlife.com. You'll see what Gary writes. You'll see this as well as on iTunes and other platforms. Stay with us.